Grill. I'm your host, Joe Mam. It's your boy, Big Sherm. What's going on, man? So this episode, this is episode 107. This is called Bubbles Outside the Bubble. And we touched on this kind of last week where Big Sherman and I kind of talked about players' complacency within the bubble and that, you know, these guys are usually want to do things that can jeopardize their the bubble that they're in. Um, uh, so basically what we'll be talking about, if you don't know, Lou Williams. Lou Williams had, I believe, he got excused to go to a funeral, right? Uh, which I believe is his father or a father figure or something like that. Paul Williams was the guy's name. And so he went to this funeral in Atlanta. And, you know, Atlanta right now is a hot spot for this whole COVID thing, right? One of the hot spots along with Florida. But uh, he proceeded to go to Magic City, which, listen, I totally understand, right? I totally understand. But when, you want, when you're trying to win an NBA championship, it's not the best thing to do, right? Like, when you're a boxer, don't have sex before a fight, right? Mike Tyson did it, though. Well, yeah, Mike was a different beast. He's a different animal. He breaks True. your back. And when he breaks True. your back, it's spinal. But hey, he won, <laughs> he won the world championship with gonorrhea at the age 20. Who knew? Damn. Okay. I did not know that. But he uh, said it himself in the, in his uh in his uh one man special. Okay. I did not know that. Uh but <laughs> Lou <laughs> but but Lou Williams uh proceeded to go to Magic City. Um, apparently it was uh, to get some chicken wings, but a rapper, I guess an Atlanta-based rapper, I don't know, I don't remember the rapper's name, posted a picture. And then he claimed that he posted the picture because he this, that's how much he missed Lou Williams. And in a way, for not Lou Williams to get in trouble, but we know people are smarter than that. And there's time stamps on things. And so Lou Williams has to quarantine for a bit. 10 days. Uh, 10 days. And he will most likely miss the two, two seating games, I believe, right? They won't, they won't need, they, they don't need Lou that much, really. But no, th- listen, I will tell you this. They kind of do need Lou, right? Because they're already losing Montrez Harrell. They're already Ivan, Ivan Zubak. And they're already losing, who else isn't there? Pat Beverly. Mm-hmm. So, right. So the, so the Clippers, so I, the one thing that's important about this bubble, right, is because there's new teammates, there's there's guys who aren't going to be there. Uh, you have to get some type of continuity, right? And I get it. Listen, you're on campus, you need bubble. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you need a bubble. When I was on campus, same deal. You know what I'm saying? So I get what these... I, I understand what these NBA players is going through to a certain degree, right? I, I'm so, surprised so, because so, I uh, James Harden would have been the first one. Let me, again, let me tell you something. I understand there's needs, but do you want to be on a freaking ventilator? Listen. Do you I, want to be on a freaking ventilator? I, you got to ask Lou Williams then. He, 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 he wants to be on a ventilator. Uh, apparently. He wants to be on a ventilator. And listen, I feel bad for the Clippers, right? Because when you look at when the season first started, right? uh, Lou Williams is giving you 18.7 points per game, right? Right. Obviously, integral piece behind, obviously, the big dogs and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, Mm -hmm. right? 
you're going to need Lou Williams. And while he's not going to miss the postseason, of course, like I said, continuity is important. Gelling chemistry is important. And you need your guys there, especially with so many of the Clippers guys already going to be missing some games. They're going to have to be quarantined and whatnot. It's a, it's a bit tough. Uh, Lou Williams kind of puts him in a tough predicament. Uh, it ain't that tough of a predicament. It's only two games. Like, come on. Listen, I get it, man. But, you know, not everybody's in shape. I mean, Lou Williams could ball, right? Like, Lou Williams. I mean, luckily. In the, in the four months that this thing's been going before this thing, if you have not been training and doing it's something wrong, something is really wrong. Not everybody coming out like Zion. Like, and, you know. and listen, you gotta do something. You gotta keep yourself sharp. You do. Well, you, you mean you do? You do. And I'm pretty sure. Listen, like his game traveled, no doubt about it, right? But and, and team wise, defense travels. So I'm not. I'm not worried about that. But yeah, you got a point. So you you you're not concerned at all about the no, whole... no. Listen, once they get into the playoffs. As long as everybody's cool and everybody COVID free and stuff like that, they're going to be fine. Their their job is to make sure if they meet the Lakers in the in the conference finals, they're all ready to go, all systems ready to go. Unless yeah. LeBron's going to be, unless LeBron's going to start snitching somewhere. Listen, speaking of, now you know I'm not the biggest LeBron guy, but I kind of have to be a LeBron guy because he's wearing the purple and gold armor nowadays, right? Okay. Listen. I'm pretty sure he made the call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Producer lady, if you're watching, I'm pretty sure LeBron has something to do with this. Yeah, she knows she know he, he made the call. She know. You know what I'm saying? Still have our bet going. I ain't forget. LeBron is already tight that Giannis is getting MVP, right? It's, it's, and, it's, and it's ben, gonna happen. And Ben Simmons shooting threes now, baby, from the power forward position. Ben Simmons has been doing this for the past two seasons. Uh, but, listen, I, I don't know if Ben Simmons is ever going to be able to translate that shot well. Hey, it looks – listen, I've seen some of the video. That thing looks smooth. I mean, it looked good. Listen, Actually, I went to, That shot looks smooth, baby. I went, smooth. To, I went to a game last year where I think Ben Simmons only took one of four threes last season or, or earlier this season. Yeah, it was earlier this season. And the crowd was going crazy, and we thought – Ben Simmons was going to turn the page on a new part of his game, uh, but it, it regressed. Uh, so I don't know, man. I got to see a little bit more from Ben Simmons uh, in-game for this. Because when you're playing game speed, it's totally different, right? That's right. When you're playing game speed, it's totally different. So I got to see a little bit more from Ben Simmons in in meaningful games to freaking – to to make me believe that he's turning the page on a new part of his game. Now, but, if he if he yeah, can no. hold that, if he can hold that form, and as, as you're holding that cigar right now, they're gonna be just fine. Mm -hmm. They're gonna be just fine, my man. They're gonna be just fine. Used to, I, I think so. Listen to me, the Clippers are still the favorite. But yeah, like I, I, said, I still think I still think so. It, yo, and it's crazy, right? Like this is the thing we're talking about: the Clippers being the favorites to win the championship. That's how you know. You know what I'm mm. saying? We're in some type of alternate universe. It's not least. alternate. I've been telling you this from, from the time <laughs> Kawhi, Kawhi got, got there. there. That, that this, this, is this is the championship contender. Yeah. yeah. No, I, no, I, 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 I've been I've telling you this. Defense, defense, 
defense wins. I mean, yes, you got to have the offensive prowess out there, but defense, if you, like the Warriors, even the Warriors themselves were winning championships with defense. Yeah, they, they were a top defensive team when they were winning their championships. You know what's crazy? They're like the they they're feared for their three point shot, but they hit a lot of mid range jumpers during their runs to the finals. Not as much. It was really the three point shot, but like when the game, well, of course you know when the playoffs get close, now everything gets condensed. You have to run proper offense, and that's what they were doing. Yeah, they're running proper offense. Yeah. So it was threes mixed in with the twos, but the offense was flowing at the time. Yeah. No, you're definitely right about that, man. Um, th- listening to you talk about the Lou Williams thing, though, just going back to it, I, I kind of agree. It's not a big deal. I just feel like because it is a hashtag whole new game, uh, mm-hmm. it's important for guys to be on board, especially during the early process of this, you know, unconventional time in the NBA, right? Um, two games essentially isn't much, but Let's say if the Clippers Clippers fall to three to, to three or something, right? Uh, don't know right now, but the one thing you don't want—I don't know where the Mavericks are seated because that's the thing, right? Like I think the Mavericks are seated six. Yeah, so if the Clippers drop to 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 three, right, which is highly unlikely, you have to play the Mavs, right? If the Mavs stay in their spot, if the Mavs are at number six, and then you have to deal with a really good team because the Mavs are good. I, I feel like they're they're one piece away next year from people talking about them being a championship team. You know what I'm saying? But, but again, defense travels because once they well, they're gonna put Kawhi or Luca in the key moments, not not right away. Yeah, of in course. The game, but in the key moments, Kawhi will be on Luca, and I and, and for everything Luca's done, I don't think he can penetrate that, bro. I don't I don't think he can get through Kawhi. Listen, listen. I hear you. Make a, I, make I, love, I, love, I love Kawhi, and Kawhi is a, a is a defensive monster. But Luca, man, is listen. Luca's son knows, man, because it's like he's not even remotely the fastest guy. No, he's not. You know what I'm saying? He's not even remotely. The, but the guy is just so intelligent. He knows angles, and he can get his steps on you. So my thing is, I don't want the Clippers to fall to number six because I do want the Clippers. Number three, you mean? I mean number three. Uh, I don't want the Clippers falling to number three. Uh, and necessarily these Lou Williams quarantine where he's missing these two games may not even be a thing. You know what I'm saying? But he is giving you 18.7 and 5.7 assists per game of the bench, right? So Lou is providing some serious offense, right? Because, listen, this can happen where one of those guys don't have a good night. At least, you know, Lou's always coming with it, Right. Right. At least Lou is like plan C, right? Uh, they also missing Landry Shamit, who is a, P, uh, a, a great cog piece in that Clippers, on that Clippers team. Montrez Harrells is gone for a little bit. And Patrick Beverly, right? And Ivan Zubak, right? right? I love Zubak. I, lo- I love Zubak when he's on the Lakers. Maybe I'm a little biased because I'm a Lakers fan, but I-, I-, I thought Zubak was playing well right before he got traded. You know what I'm saying? But... Listen, the Clippers got some things to do. If they don't get their stuff together in time, right, their chemistry and whatnot, listen, y'all about to just give LeBron an easy fourth championship. It's fucking guy. I'm just saying. You and producer lady in freaking cahoots. I swear to God. Oh, listen, listen, listen. Listen, The per- when you wear the purple and gold armor, I'm, you're, you're, you're part of it. 
you're part of it. You got to win. That That's all it is. It can't be anything else. Right. So we'll see. I mean, this bubble thing, I, I really want an unexpected team to take. I know I'm going off subject a little bit, but I really want an unexpected team. to. Take. I would love to see like the. The, 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 uh, Toronto can go back to back again, man. Like Toronto, it's not, yeah, it's not out of the realm of possibility, yeah, at all. I would like Toronto. I would like to see OKC just for Chris Paul's sake. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying. Uh, e- even you know, even the even the Celtics. I would just like to see something different. Not, not even run. you know who people really are rooting for on low key. Who the Rockets for Russell? Listen, I would love it. James Harden needs one. If any time to get one. Because it looked like he didn't. It looked like he didn't miss a step at all when he when he came back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, I need I need James to to do something, and I need and wash his ass before the game. He should do that too. Hopefully, he's doing that. Hopefully, he's doing. Hopefully, the new hairstyle uh, uh, inspires ass washing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, next time, you know, because that little William thing is kind of there. I want to talk about a team that's outside the bubble who is still making some noise. Uh, the Knicks, for some reason, has been relevant within the sports world for the past 20 years, uh, not really achieving anything within those 20 years. I did like that 2014 Knicks team. But um, the Knicks, the Knicks are finalizing a five-year deal with Tom Thibodeau. Coach uh, burnout! Okay, so I was going to ask you how you feel, but... You already know how I feel. I kind of understand how you feel. Coach burnout. Here we go. Listen. Oh, you want to elaborate? Or are you just going to... No, I'll let you set it up. Go ahead. Oh, I mean, uh, I kind of like the Tibbs coaching, the head coaching pick, um, because I look at the Lakers head coaching pick where they was trying to go sexy with, like, uh, uh, a... a Tyron Lou or like a Jason Kidd as the head coach at one point. Um, and you need a guy who can actually coach, right? We get on Tibbs for, yes, he did burn out those Bulls teams. But those Bulls teams were actually pretty good. And we don't know what Derrick Rose could have been. I mean, Derrick Rose right now in the Pistons is arguably their best player, right? Yeah, it's Detroit. But Thibodeau, yes. Thibodeau did... A really good job with those Bulls teams, right? Joe Kim Noah being. A I'll give him. Uh, yes, you gotta give him credit for that one. Okay. Yes. Uh, the now we go to the Timberwolves situation. He wasn't that great. He wasn't that great of a head coach, but he, no, no, coaching, no. You know why that didn't work? Why? Because he had lazy Andrew Wiggins sticking up the joint. He also had can't move a building. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns. Wait. He was improving with Cat. Cat was improving. He was showing a little something. Yeah. But Andrew Wiggins, as a overall number one, number overall number one pick, nah. It yeah, wasn't he, working. Who's disappointed? Who's number two that year for? Uh, I don't even know. It was uh, what's this guy? He's he's been around for a little bit too. Um, Jabari Parker. Shabari Parker was number two. Wow. Yeah. Two, talk, about, talk about one and two busts. At least Wiggins wow. got his money, though. At least Wiggins got his money. Yeah, because right. Minnesota had no choice but to give it to him at the time because where was it? Where else were you going to get a player like that? Yeah, they well, traded. They, not, not even. Oh. They traded Zach Levine, which was stupid. 
Uh, yeah, no, no, that was a. Yeah, that was kind of dumb. Uh, but, but um, listen, I, I would say this about the. Uh, you said we got some comments. Hold on, let me check it out. Um, yeah, but this is what I would say. Uh, Tibbs ain't a bad coach. Uh, the problem with the Knicks is not the head coach, right? Hopefully, Leon Rose, who's the president of basketball operations, is able to do his job. Uh, and Worldwide West? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's and what get, they call him. No, I know. And, and, and get some and get some players and, and get some players. I, the, I love the, the wait. The problem with that is who's out there in free in the free agent world. Well, because, now, yeah, go ahead. Because there's not really much out there. Well, if you're going to try to get Andre Drummond, I, I would not try to get Andre Drummond. You have, <laughs> I would not I, listen. That's, Andre what, Drummond, that's what's out there. Andre Drummond is a great player. He's a good, he's a good player. He's not a great player. He's a good player. Problem with the Knicks is that you don't need guy. You don't want management getting guys at the same position, right? Mm-hmm. So you have a great player in Mitchell Robinson. That should be your foundation piece until you get a guard hey. that, that can that can that can do something. Obviously, Mitchell Robinson has to develop his game uh, offensively. He's great on the defensive side already. His second step is is fast as hell, right? You need to get you need to develop R.J. Barrett, right? Uh, I don't know what what the deal is with Kevin Knox. Probably never gonna know what the deal is with Kevin Knox. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Julius, I had, high, I had high hopes for Kevin Knox. I did too. I because did he's too. a guy who can stretch the floor. I, I don't know what the hell happened. Yeah, Dennis Smooth Jr. Wherever he went. Needs Yo. to come back, right? Oh my God! Because you He's remember the Knicks, Knicks fans were mad. Knicks fans were mad when we didn't when we didn't get him, and um, and and now that we have him, he's doing shit, right? So, hey. Tibbs, the the good thing about the this Knicks team, right, with Tibbs being the head coach, right, is that they are young, so you can grind them. Because the thing is, you got to pick; they got to pick up their work ethic, right? Right. It's ninety four feet a game. Right, it's ninety-four feet of basketball court that needs to be played. They need to play all that. They need to play all forty-eight minutes. Uh, Tibbs will instill that in them, but they need to change up their roster. You know what I'm saying? Right now, I'm looking at their guys. They got Bobby Portis, Kevin Knox, Taj Gibson, Frank Nilakina. Nilakina, I don't know what. The, hopefully, oh my God, yo, sorry, they be killing Frank on, on all social media platforms, they do, they do. and I feel so sorry for this dude, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> He has a couple. He has a couple games. He has a couple games in, in FIBA, and they post it like he's doing something. And he does. He's, he shows little flashes, right? But hopefully, Tibbs can get the best out of Frank, Kevin, and RJ Barrett, especially well, RJ Barrett. Well, you know this. You know, defensively, they'll be okay. Maybe. Because some of those guys do play defense. I'll give yeah. him credit for that. Yeah. Offensively, though, is where it's going to be a struggle. Yeah. Uh, who's going to get the ball? Who, like, I, I know everybody's hyping Mitchell Robinson to be this next Nick great, but I don't see it. I just don't see it. He's, he's like a complimentary piece to me at this point. If we bring start the really? Yeah. I know everybody's going to say, oh, Sherman, what the fuck are you talking about? Come on. Yeah, let's be. I, I let's don't be. Know, bro. Let's be serious for a minute. You said the same about fucking Kyle Kuzma. And what did I tell you about Kyle Kuzma? 
I'm look, gonna tell you. Look, 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 look how he is now. I'm gonna tell you about Kyle Kuzma and why he's not succeeding right now, right? Because LeBron has the ball. One of the things that's tough to do in this NBA is to play off the ball. The Warriors can do it. The Spurs can do it. But it's hard for other teams to do it. When you look at Houston, you look at the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm -hmm. The NBA is nothing but stud point guards, right? right? The Knicks are one of the few teams that don't have a stud at point guard, right? They're looking at R.J. Barrett to become something. You know, he's a guy I look at from he plays the two and the three, a little bit of the four, maybe even play some one if he get his ball handling up. Mm -hmm. Right. But the Knicks don't have a stud. Lakers have LeBron James as a point guard. When it's not LeBron James, it's Rajon Rondo, who's injured for six to eight weeks. Right. You can say uh, he's done. I wouldn't say he's done. He could come back for the playoffs. But. Yeah, I I, I kind of understand what you're saying. What I would say is this, though, is that this is why Kyle Kuzma is not flourishing and why Brandon Ingram is flourishing. Because essentially, Brandon Ingram is, you know, kind of there. The, you know, he could play a little bit of the point, right? He has that ball handling. He has that ball handling ability. Uh, Kyle Kuzma does not. So he's definitely not getting opportunities to to bring the ball up, right? Um, and that's why Kyle Kuzma struggles. I like Kyle Kuzma. I think Kyle Kuzma is still a great player. And Kyle Kuzma had mentioned Kawhi Leonard saying that Kawhi had to play against play behind those three in San Antonio. You know, their big three with Duncan, Ginobili, and Parker. And then when it was his time to shine, he shined. So Kuzma kind of feels like. He's on that same uprise as Kawhi Leonard. I don't what? Think he he yeah. said what? Yeah, he did. He did. He just say that. He ain't nowhere near that shit. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me right listen, now? Listen, listen. It can all change. It can all change. Because you remember Get when Kawhi, the fuck remember, out of here. Remember Go when ahead. Kawhi came in, he was a defensive guy. But he was actually giving LeBron problems at his age at the time. All right, LeBron's still OD in that finals. I just want to let you know that. But when he saw Kawhi, he was like, oh, shit, I got to defend it. You've seen the tape. I know. Come on, I son. I know. Come on, I, son. Come on. This is, what, this, this is what I'm saying. Fucking Kyle Kuzma. What the fuck is this, bro? Go ahead. But back to the Tibbs situation. Sorry, because we do go on tangents. I think Tibbs is a good coach. I know David West was a little angry that uh, Tibbs keeps getting uh, coaching opportunities, right? Because, like you say, he's coach burnout. Right. My thing is, do you feel that the way Tibbs coach his time has passed as an NBA head coach? Because I don't think I don't think we, we see him try to be we see him try to be player friendly. Right. Mm -hmm. And. It didn't work. It didn't work out for Tibbs in Minnesota. Right. Where it was like he kind of let um, he kind of let Jimmy Butler do whatever he wanted. He couldn't get the most out of Towns even though town started to progress and Wiggins, I think it got Wiggins, just a guy who's too talented. I know he's too talented, but doesn't want to put in the work, right? He has his spurts, but David West was basically talking about uh, a black head coach getting the next position. Right. And mm -hmm. I've been, I've been preaching for, for Mark Jackson to get a position with the Knicks, right? Patrick. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know Patrick Ewing's a college head coach right now, George Georgetown. Georgetown. Um, but listen, 
I feel like Mark Jackson should have at least got a look at. Uh, I know there was reports of Jason Kidd, and I know Jason Kidd had that stint with the New Jersey Nets, which was kind of weird, and then he had this, this stint in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. But, but, but Yana said – yeah, but Yana said he learned a lot from Jason Kidd. Like you, you want to—he yeah. was teaching this man how to play the game. Yeah, from a from a from a forward position. Like yeah. he's a teacher. Like Kidd was a teacher on the court. Yeah. So now him teaching Giannis now, and he learned a lot. And he didn't want Jason Kidd to go. Well, listen, I get that, but under Budenholzer, the Bucks have exceeded tremendously. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, Giannis, you don't want him to go, but look at what your team has become since Jason Kidd left. And, right. and, to, and, and you're, to your question, you asked, you was going to ask me what I think about the whole Tibbs situation. Yeah. I think Tibbs is more suited for a veteran team. He's more I, suited to, 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 to be coached veteran players that understand what he's saying and understand what he wants out of players. Yeah. Because this is a young man's league now. For the most no, part. It, it is a young man's league, but the problem is, is that Tibbs will run those guys and then down into the ground. If anybody who you can run down into the ground, it would be young players, right? They have fresh legs. You know what I'm saying? Most of these guys haven't played the multitude of minutes that accompanies playing an 82 game season. So you want you the, what these what the Knicks need, especially the Knicks organization, is discipline, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Tibbs can instill that. I think Tibbs is a good coach. I think he's proved it in Chicago, not so much in Minnesota. He proved it in 2008, being assistant on that Boston Celtics team, right? Uh, he implemented that whole defense with, uh, with Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers gave him the reins to do that with the Boston Celtics in 2008. Uh, and Tibbs did a wonderful job. But Boston, Boston was one of the best teams uh, and I know that's like 12 years ago, and that's kind of far back to go. But these guys coach for a long time, and I think Tibbs can develop these guys in the right way. Um, he just has to understand the dynamic of coaching young players, which I think his stint in Minnesota allowed him to kind of get some experience with that, even though it wasn't as successful. I think Tibbs is a good uh, coach hire, but I would like Mark Jackson or even – Ty Lue to get a shot uh, at the position. I know they're talking about finalizing the deal. There was some co- there was some talk about Kid because talks were stalling between uh, Tibbs and the, the Knicks organization. But um, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not so mad at it because I think Tibbs is kind of like Frank Vogel. They're both they're both defensive guys, and look how that worked out. Look at, look at how that was working out for the Lakers, you know. But look, I, come on, son. That's, a, that, that's LeBron, son. Come on. No, I, I, listen, I get it. I get it. But LeBron is the same reason why Ty Lue would get looks. You know what I'm saying? Okay. okay. Um, but Tibbs is a good, solid coach. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what's up with that, and uh, we'll see how the Knicks do next season, because you definitely know they ass ain't in that bubble. <laughs> but, uh, all right, so the next thing we're going to talk about, last topic before we end the show, is a little bit about the New York Jets and their safety and Jamal Adams. There was some beef. He said some things about Adam Gates, how he's not a leader, uh, how during halftime he would let the other coordinators, other assistant coaches talk in the locker room, and he would just walk out. Uh, this was a huge problem with Jamal Adams. He uh, 
New York Jets had sent has sent him in a fourth round uh 2022 pick to the Seattle Seahawks in return the Seahawks have gave two first round picks and I think like a Bradley McDougal yeah yeah they're they're starter at safety Brandon McDougal uh so I mean who do you think this trade is a, is a win for because uh yeah go ahead who do you think the, the trade is a win for let, let me tell you something now usually when you hear two first round picks for a player yeah you would think the team that got the two first round picks won. yeah few things number one Seattle Seahawks just got their player. They got their Earl Thomas slash Cam Chancellor. However you want to play yep. them. Yep, yep, yep. Now, right. now, if you look on my blog on the FBF on the F, on the Facebook blog, mm-hmm. I've given my reason why I feel this way. Because yeah. now you can interchange him any way you want to. You can have him play the Cam Chancellor role in the in the middle of the box yeah. as a safety. They'll yep. cover your tight ends, cover your get your running back, make the tackles, make strip sacks. Or you can play, or you can play him up top in the deep third where his ball skills have not been exploited yet. Yeah. He's a, he's a you gotta remember, he's a young guy. So yeah. you, as a young guy, you have not seen his full potential yet. This is why yeah. I say that this is why I say he's the Earl Thomas type player. He's gonna make plays all over the place. And remember. When Earl Thomas was in Seattle, he was a hitter too. He wasn't only catching picks. Yeah, he was right. a hitter. Yeah. For the Jets, you would think these picks would help, but it's the Jets. So that's what? why I want, yeah, yeah. So that's why I wanted to touch on a little bit, right? Like Jam- so Jamal Adams is on a great team, right? And he could win a Super Bowl. And that's great. The problem is, is that him getting traded to the Seahawks. The Seahawks did not guarantee anything about exten- uh, contract talks extension. Hey, that, was the whole, th- that was the whole reason why he wanted to leave the Jets because of, you know. They're going to resign him. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe. I, they have to resign him to give up. That's, that's just like Jalen Ramsey Yeah. in in L.A. But L.A. took even bigger risk because I don't even think Jalen Ramsey is going to stay over there because yeah. Jalen Ramsey won $100 million. Yeah. But for the Jets, I don't think it's going to be good because the, the Seahawks are always good, are always near in contention. Yeah. So those are like basically second-round picks. Those are basically second-round picks. You might, but I, I would say this, right? Jamal Adams is a three-year pro, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if the Jets get it right, they can get another guy, young guy, for three, four years. With those picks now i know you say to the jets and the jets are an abysmal organization but there's always a tide that can change you know what i'm saying uh but we'll just have to see man I, I mean i feel like the jets won they had a guy who was disgruntled they had a guy who was disrespecting the general manager and disrespecting the head coach and you can't keep a guy like that i don't care how good his talent he, is because he's he, going to be toxic to the culture and i know the jets Culture is toxic already, but you don't want to add toxic to toxic. Like you, you know what I'm saying? It's not one of those things where two negatives make the positive. Granted, quick, yeah. quick thing before we go. Yeah. What should happen with those picks? The Jets have never had a pass rusher in their history, except besides Mark Gastineau. Okay. Trade one of those picks for the player in Jacksonville. It would, you're not. I can't say pronounce his name because I have a heavy list, but you you're not going. Okay. Get him. He's okay. a he's he's a he's a poor man's Khalil Mack, 
but he's going to make plays or make yeah. some type of plays in Greg Williams' system. Get him or get a viable pass rusher, please. Use those picks because the Jets have never been good drafting defensive ends or or pass yeah, rushers. Not never all. been good. Not That's all. all I have to say. All right. On that note, guys, I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Let's Be Real. Uh, make sure to hit us up on lbrstalk at gmail.com. Thank you. With questions and comments, uh, check out Big Sherm and what he does on our Facebook page, uh, Let's Be Real Sportscast, the LBRS Sports Blog. Uh, check us out on Twitter. We're on Instagram Live. You know what I'm saying? Or right now. Instagram Live right now. But check us out on Instagram as well. And then if you have any... Uh, any questions and comments on future episodes or even topics, like you can always drop them at the Gmail, uh, let LBRS talk at gmail.com and make sure to check us out on YouTube as well. Facebook, subscribe. Facebook, Facebook, sorry, Facebook, Facebook, Spotify, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I'm begging that Mario Wines, please All right. subscribe. All right. But uh, you guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday. And uh, that's another episode in the back. Peace. This has been a Gifted Sounds podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. For more podcasts, please visit giftedsounds.com. Thank you.